Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast coming at you on Wednesday, 27th of September. I was saying in the morning podcast this morning that when I left the office last night and saw the Dow futures down over 100 points, I said, is tonight the night I had that precipitous spidey feeling that we could just wake up to Wall Street dropping into a hole? But it didn't happen overnight. It sort of happened overnight. Although we are weathering the storm today quite well. We've been down 35. We're having a tiny wee little bit of a bounce after the Australian CPI number came in in line with expectations. The headline number at 5.2% up from 4.9% exactly as expected. Looking at a few of the intraday charts, our market initially popped a few points but has since wilted. The Australian two-year bond yield has dropped. So in other words, bond market quite likes it and the Aussie dollar dropped and then rose hasn't really done too much. As you've doubtless seen by now, we have Wall Street down 388 points, down 437 at one point, and tech stocks going nowhere. NASDAQ down 1.57%, S&P down 1.5%, with Amazon down 4% after the FTC filed an antitrust lawsuit against them. So no joy overnight and bond yields having really risen earlier this week were up again in the US and that's the theme higher for longer. Although as I say our market bearing up okay and after a terrible day yesterday resources are slightly higher today. Otherwise almost every other sector REITs actually a little bit higher today as well. Otherwise every other sector is down. Gold the worst down one and a half percent. No precipitation moment for now. But when you do get these big macro events, CPI numbers, central bank meetings, jobs numbers that include a change of direction in the messaging, you can pretty reliably react a day or two late because big message changes tend to start trends that last for a while. It takes big institutions in New York skyscrapers a few days to hold their asset allocation meetings and do something about it. And when they do change their asset allocation set that can put hundreds of billions of dollars into motion and that doesn't get executed in a day. And if a few of those big institutions make the same decision at the same time, it can get precipitous. I sort of felt that might be happening. It's taken a while since the Fed meeting for the markets to really take on board the higher for longer and you'd better believe it message. And that's still feeding into the market. I think at this point, I've spent most of the year, I think rather naively hoping that every day was the day when the Fed suddenly declared peak interest rates and have really been on that hope since January, but it hasn't happened. And I'm beginning to realize, especially after there was an IMF study somebody wrote up in an article this week saying that bouts of inflation are rarely beaten quickly and central banks need to persist with monetary policy measures to get on top of it rather than pull them off too early. And that's certainly what we've seen from the Fed. And I think it's realistic now to believe that we are dragging an anchor in the equity market. We're dragging the anchor of higher bond yields. And there is not going to be a moment where suddenly that anchor gets cut off and the market shoots along. This is going to be persistent, in which case the markets are trending lower or probably continue to trend lower. On top of that, we do have this NASDAQ resurrection topping out. Of course, the NASDAQ dropped 30% last year, has resurrected this year, iced by the enthusiasm for 
for AI. But there are now sell signals on the Nasdaq and the S&P 500. And it does look like it's topping out. And the tone of the market and the tone on interest rates and bond yields is not positive for tech either. The other thing dragging us, the other anchor we're dragging at the moment is this Chinese economic uncertainty, which is denting commodity prices. Certainly doesn't help one of our biggest sectors, the Australian resources sector. And I think it's unrealistic as well to expect any miracle improvement there. And then we've got interest rates pressuring consumers, property prices, real estate valuations. Point being, these themes are not instantly cured and there is no easy money in equities at the moment. So we've backed off, as you know, trying not to lose any money, waiting for the bottom. And waiting for the bottom is the headline on my section. And that's our game now. And I wrote a good article on selling, which is a perennial article of Marcus today. And I republished that this week. There's a link to it in my section. But in that article, I talk about working for Nomura, Japanese broking house in 1987 in London. And when the stock market collapsed, they had a principal trading book, all brokers do or did, where they're trading their own money in the markets. And you have professional traders just trying to make money trading. And they, in 87, started bleeding money. And the traders responsible tried to trade themselves out of loss-making positions and did even more damage in the process. And after a few months, the head of the trading desk told them to close everything out, even if it was in loss. And he sent them home for a month and told them literally to play golf and don't go near the market. And they did. He probably saved the firm a fortune. And we're probably in the same boat. Maybe we stop trying to make money against the odds, back off, play golf, and just keep reading the newsletter. We'll be jumping up and down when the market turns. We'll do the watching for you. I was doing podcasts with John Abernathy again yesterday, chairman of the Climb Asset Management Group. I will publish those when I get time to edit them. But we started talking about what could turn the market around, what could start the a new bull market. And one of them is a material drop in the oil price. Maybe if the Ukraine war suddenly ended, seems unlikely. And it does seem the Saudis have a conspiracy to keep oil prices higher for longer, which means interest rates going to stay higher for longer. But that is possibly it, the pressure from the higher oil price coming off. Another possible improvement or a good trade could come from meaningful Chinese stimulus. For now, it seems a bit gutless, but that could change. Another left field change could come in big tech. We've lost our enthusiasm for this AI trade, but we do have the US results season coming up for the third quarter, and that's coming up in two or three weeks' time. And that has the potential to resurrect it. If you remember the last results season, we were hanging on the Nvidia results, which didn't disappoint, although it didn't do much for the market as a whole. But we have to keep an eye on results and the AI themes and the big tech results coming up. And then there are other X factors, which we can't predict. Black swan events, although at this point, a nice white swan would be just as good. But the game, as always, when the market's looking like this, is the same game we always play, which is keep waking up in the morning making decisions. And for now, we're in cash until then, and our portfolios reflect that. Right, I was hoping today to give you some good stock ideas. There were some good stock ideas going around yesterday. I haven't had time to write them all up, and in this market, there's no rush anyway. But I saw UBS buying Wallies, so I wanted to have a look at Wallies. Haven't done that yet. Polynovo, I wrote a stock take on Polynovo and another one on Avita AVH 
couple of months ago now. Great stocks, they've come back. Macquarie put out a piece of research on Polynovo yesterday. Maybe they're looking for a capital raising, I don't know. But they had a target price 102% above the current share price. Polynovo and AVH, possibly worth a look. I might resurrect those stock takes. The other one was Alchem. That's not going to go up till the lithium price turns, but looks buyable. Brokers love it. Morgan's had a buy on it yesterday. But the one that is clearly on the fly today is ResMed, up 5.4% today. Was it up 3% yesterday? That's two good days on the trot after a run of terrible performances. So that stock's down from $34 to $21.50. And it's got there since results and over a paranoia about weight loss drugs in the US, which are getting approval and seem to be miracle cures and could dent the obese population that tends to frequent ResMed's revenue line. And it has dropped into a significant hole because of that. It's a quality stock. If you read the broker opinions, weight loss drugs are not going to kill the stock, but it's got itself into a sentiment hole. There is a horde of traders waiting for the go signal on ResMed. And it seems to have come in the last couple of days with a bit of research from Macquarie and Goldman Sachs. I haven't seen the Goldman Sachs research, but I know it's out there. And Macquarie have an outperform recommendation and a target price 44% above the current share price. So pay your money, take your bets. I'm not buying it. I probably should, but I'm a bit burnt from the last attempt to trade ResMed in the ideas portfolio. Not that that has any relevance at all to whether it goes up from here. I think without that experience, I would probably be buying it now, but it is a recovery trade. It has got an RSI buy signal on the daily chart, not yet on the weekly chart. It was so oversold. It hasn't yet triggered a buy signal on the weekly, but it will if it goes up for another day or two. It's been in a big hole. So ResMed. Problem with ResMed is it's still not cheap. PE of 27, sorry, 22 times, yield of 1.2%, earnings growth of 10 to 15%, but it is 39% below intrinsic value at the moment. So a bit of value on offer down 24% in the last month. So good luck trading ResMed. I wouldn't put you off, but I'm just not buying things in this market. The other news is that we've had the Australian CPI number, and have I mentioned that already? And it's okay. On the story front, Star Entertainment has come out of its capital raising, dropped 7%. I don't know who the brokers to the issue were, but conveniently, UBS who are one of the, I assume they were involved, they've got a piece of research out today with a buy recommendation on Star and a target price 48% above the current share price. And Audmanet also got an accumulate in a target price 87% above the current share price. Macquarie have research out as well, outperformed target price 17% above the current share price. This again is a stock that is in a massive sentiment hole, but probably deserves to be there. Wouldn't make it into the ethical fund. And there we go. That's about that. Having hurdled the Australian CPI number, we have a US PCE price inflator number on Friday night to look forward to. We've got a few other little numbers between now and then, but nothing material. We've got an RBA meeting next Tuesday, not expected to raise rates. But next week, the main number is going to be the US employment and non-farm payrolls number on Friday. We also have China going on holiday.
holiday on the 1st of October next week for a, sorry, it actually goes on holiday on the 29th, so that's Friday for a week, and the national holiday, one-day holiday is on Monday, October the 1st. We have a state holiday in Victoria on Friday. Marcus will be on Marcus Light. I think Henry is back today. He'll be on Henry Heavy, hopefully on Friday, and he'll be on Henry Light on Monday, and I'll be on Marcus Heavy on Monday. And then we have a holiday in all the other states on Monday, and don't forget, clocks go forward on Sunday, just to get you up a bit earlier after your grand final party. Right, that's about that. As I leave you, our market down 17, was down 35, so I had a bit of a bounce on the CPI number and now sitting there dead pat. The financials and resources are flat today. Most of the other sectors are down. Healthcare's down in particular because CSL has decided to fall over, had a momentary resurrection there, down 2.1% today. The stocks that do well out of interest rates going up are not doing well today. IAG down 3.7%, Suncorp down 2.6%. They were on the other side of the ledger yesterday. QBE down 1.4% today. Tech stocks down today. Wise Tech down 1.3%. Altium down 1.2%. Qantas down 1.4%, responding to the sell recommendation yesterday. Gold stocks down, worst sector today, down 1.77%. Uranium still going. Paladin Energy up 2.3% today. And that's about it. You have a fabulous day. And Henry will be back for the end of day podcast. You lucky people.